Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. Wanted to talk a little bit more about lumber. You guys love it when I talk about the lumber industry. So what I'm seeing taking place right now, I found an article. Let's start with that. I found an article talking about how this is the eight-month low in new building permit issuance. Not a surprise to me. Now, a couple of months ago when prices were peaking out, people decided that they are going to back off on their building projects. And it's, I knew this was going to come. And in fact, I, I don't know. I can't remember if I said it in an interview or what, but I said when you make the decision to build, the best time to make that decision is going to seem like the worst time to make the decision. Like when lumber prices are peaking out and you decide to build a house right then, it seems like it would be the most inopportune time. But knowing how long it takes to from the time that you decide to build to the time that you are actually starting the build, it takes, you know, it takes time. Whether, I mean, if you already have the, the property and the project and everything ready to go, like you already know what you have planned and you have the site picked out and you're ready to go, yeah, you could probably get it done a lot quicker. But if you're making a decision to build a home and you still have, maybe you already have the land, but you haven't set up contractors or set up any of the preliminaries or getting anything done on it, then it takes time from the time you decide to the time that you actually start building. Some people can do it really quickly. Like I know a, a guy, a builder, who built, who does everything in cash. He pays everything straight up. So as his projects are going, there is no loan from the bank. He gets things done very quickly. I mean, it's amazing on how quickly he can get things done. So, like I said, considering that there is a low in building permit issuance right now, it is not a surprise considering where prices were just a few months ago. Going into the future, though, this is going to create some situations because inventory is already incredibly tight. And to think that they are going to be backing off on new builds, and you can see that with the issuance of new building permits, that's going to leave even less inventory out there for homes, which we can already know that if you have less homes for sale and a demand for homes, the prices continue to go up. So... Is that what's taken place? I mean, I guess that would be the question out there. Did people make the decision to not take out building permits at this point based off of the pricing of lumber from a few months ago? Or is there something else happening in the markets where the people who are the big time builders who are not taking out these building permits, or at least the builders out there have backed off on taking out building permits do they see something different? Do they see maybe the foreclosures kicking in, the eviction moratoriums ending, and see maybe a flood of houses coming onto the market, and it would not be a very opportune time to have a house finishing in that kind of environment? You see where I'm kind of getting at? Do the builders see that coming into the future, and that's why they're not taking out as many building permits? Or is the lack of building permit issuance based off of the high lumber prices from a few months ago? That would be the question I think would be out there. 
Now, one of the things that I am seeing in the industry, there is a lot more sales starting to take place. The prices have come down a little bit and people are going to move forward with their projects. They are tired of waiting. It's called, it, I coined it as project delaying fatigue. And as soon as they got a little bit better price on it, they jump on it. And that's what is taking place right now. However, pressure treated. This is the one that I really keep a, a close eye on is the pressure treated lumber. It was the one that I found to be the most sensitive to both pricing and like economic conditions. Because when the pressure treated last year, everybody thought that there was going to be no building taking place, that nobody was going to be working on anything. They were going to be locked down and just there was going to be nothing happening. Quite the opposite took place. People were locked down at home. They got a stimulus check and they wanted to improve their surroundings. They started building decks and fences because they're going to be spending more time in, in the yard. They remodeled the house. They were working on the garage, you know, as far as making that into a better place or establishing an office or remodeling the basement. There was a lot of home projects, home improvement, outdoor projects, new construction. There was a lot taking place over the course of the last year that people were not expecting to take place. When that happened, it zapped the inventory levels. And when the inventory dropped as dramatically as it did, and there is people out there who will be willing to pay any price so they can get that material to build a home, you saw the prices just go through the roof. And that's exactly what has happened. This year, a lot of people, you know, up the chain, were doing projections. They were saying, man, the building is moving. There's this much, you know, lumber has sold. There's much all this demand going on out there. And they loaded up. They loaded up for this year thinking it was going to be a boom year, right? Tight housing market. There's going to be a lot of people building. That's the perception. Quite the opposite has happened. And in fact, it's happened to the extreme. When I was on the phone with the vendor talking about pressure treated, I said, hey, man. I said, I ordered one unit this week. We were pretty dead over the weekend. We didn't hardly have anybody coming in. Like normally I would have four or five units to replace from the weekend, you know, like, you know, that's how many units we sold, you know, whether it was in pieces or if people were picking up projects or whatever, I would usually order like four or five units of lumber, of the pressure treated lumber. I had one. I only ordered the one because I felt like I needed to order something in to get the uh, few special orders that we had, the few beams and things like that that we were ordering for customers. So I felt like I had to order at least something for stock so that we could, you know, get the truck to stop. I mean, they would have stopped anyway, but I just wanted to put something on there. So I ordered one unit of lumber. And so I'm on the phone with them. I said, man, I don't even really need that unit. Tell me, how busy is it out there right now? And he says, uh, about like what you got. And I said, it's the middle of summer. It's July, bro. This is the like month of all months. I mean, it's July, June, July, August. These are by far the most happening times in a lumberyard. Like it doesn't get any busier than this month. And he's telling me, no, um, everybody's kind of doing the same thing, man. One unit here, two units there. Not a whole lot happening. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, well, let me ask you this, man. How much inventory are you sitting on right now? And he said, we got a bunch. We're sitting on a lot of inventory. We built up thinking that it was going to be a big summer rush, and we haven't seen it. And I knew it. I, I said, you did. You did build up thinking that there was going to be a huge summer rush going off the projections from last year, didn't you? And he says, well, 
He says, you know me, I'm just a salesman here. I only go off of what we're, you know, hearing. I mean, but the bean counters up there were saying something about that. I knew it, man. It was a lot to do with like that bullwhip effect. The demand from last year and what was leading into a demand this year was a misconception. They thought, man, we are really going to be selling a lot of lumber based off of the idea of how much lumber we sold last year. But last year had kind of like this odd demand. People were locked down. They didn't go to work. So being locked down gave them a need to do something, right? They were bored. And they had all these projects that needed to be done. Like, how many decks had been postponed? Like, you know, you, you said you were going to replace the deck last year and the year before and the year before that. Now you're off of work. You have a stimulus check. It's time to replace the deck, right? How many of these projects took place last year? A lot. I can tell you a lot of those projects took place. So this year, you don't have them taking place. You don't need to replace the deck again. Once the fence is built, it's built. And that is what I feel has taken place. This over-demanding amount of, or this over-demand for lumber did not amount to what it was needed this year. And now the lumber yards, a lot of vendors, the distribution networks, they're all sitting on very expensive lumber and they're sitting on a lot of it. And there's not a lot of people out there buying. So that's the situation we're in right now. I can tell you the competition is getting very fierce. I mean, the calls are pouring in. How much is, how much is, how much is this, how much is this? And we have to be like on our pricing. We have to be competitive. We have to watch what the other guys are moving. If they get a unit of lumber in and able to drop their price, we have to you know, focus in on that because prices are dropping so fast that if you're not paying attention, you may be considered like the highest price store in the entire you know, county or whatever because you didn't adjust your price on the, on the right item you know, as, as the prices are falling. So it's very difficult out there. I mean, we are like constantly calling to get updating pricing to find out where we are before we quote out a price because we may be quoting out way higher than what we could actually get it for and sell to the customer. So this is the situation we're running into right now. The competition is just incredible trying to, trying to price out in the right, right spot off of the numbers that you have. I mean, it's, it's nuts. It's very difficult to do this. Um, but anyway, you know, you get through it and you know, we'll sometimes, you, you know, you miss out on the deal because you weren't paying close enough attention or weren't, you know, quite on the ball with it, but we're working it through. Uh, what else can I say? So, but yeah, that vendor, that vendor was loaded on material, said that he has a lot more there than what they would typically want to see. And they built that up based off of the idea of what they did last year compared to what is happening this year. So anyway, interesting times. Um, wanted to also give you guys a bit of an update on Litterman. Uh, Litterman, I got an email from the Astoria Police Department. They said that they did uh, get them, like as far as they found them, cited them. And uh, I don't know, they said they, they arrested him for something, cited him, and then I guess he got released. So anyway, he didn't get away with it. Uh, cops found him and, you know, they give him the fine for littering all over the place. So, you know, hopefully he learned a lesson from it and will deal with his trash, you know, more appropriately from now on. Um, also, kind of interesting uh, turn of events for me. Um, my landlord told me that he wants to sell the house. 
right? So now I get to put my money where my mouth is. Um, I have been wanting to rent. I don't really want to buy, especially buy in this kind of environment with the prices as high as they are. I certainly don't want to sign up for 360 debt payments, but I don't know what I'm going to do because there is no place to rent in Astoria, like literally none, um, especially for a family. So I found two houses for rent. One of them was fully furnished in two bedrooms and it's not enough and it's $5,100 a month, which is about three times more than what I'm paying for rent right now. The other house was $2,700 a month and no, no pets allowed, right? So I got a cat and a dog. Now, ultimately, I'm not going to let the pets like prevent me from doing something that I really want to do. But that's kind of a bummer because we've had these animals like for a very long time. I mean, they are old animals. And so anyway, that is kind of a bummer to think that I have 90 days to find a place to live. So this is it, guys. I don't know what it is that I'm going to do. I would like to continue to rent, but I just don't see how that's going to be in the cards living here in Astoria because there's just simply no place to go. There's no houses to rent. At least not um, on advertised on the internet. I mean, I imagine some, I imagine people out there have places to rent. I just got to find them. And I don't know about buying. I just, I cannot see myself signing up for these 360 debt payments. Now, there is some ideas that I have in the works as far as buying some property goes. If I can work it out, I'm, I'll tell you all about it. So, as of right now, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. So we'll figure it out, right? Uneducated economist, you let me know.